Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios, with Jeff Calkins on today's show, presented by Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas, online at redrivertoyota.com. We're back with the Gabe Kuhn Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. I needed someone to understand my ups and downs. There you were. Back in on the Gabe Coon Show, and joining me now is columnist at the Daily Memphian, um, and also host of the Jeff Calkins Show, nine to eleven, right here on ninety two nine FM ESPN. It's Jeff Calkins on X at Jeff underscore Calkins. Jeff, happy Friday to you. Do you have any weekend plans? Uh, nothing extensive. You know, I'll watch a little basketball. I'll watch a little football, and uh, I'll hope this nice balmy weather holds. And Otherwise, no, no extensive plans. No. The the, uh, the Tiger game on Sunday that is a problematic start time, isn't it? Kind of. Cr- I mean, I, I guess they don't really think about like, they, going they, into they the NFL. Care. That's not how they think. They think you know Tiger fans will watch this, and you know. But yes, it's a it's it's a little problematic. There's no question. Yeah, and also I think it's problematic that we have the AFC Championship game first. Couldn't that have been the late game window? I think that was more. That should have been how they. How the NFL Wait, handled and that was because it's more interesting? Because it's more I, th- I think, I think it's more dramatic. I, like, I mean, Patrick Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. Patrick. No, it's certainly <laughs> the, but is, is it always true? I guess that's true, that you build up to the late window is the bigger game? Always? Yeah, I, would, I would think. That's how I would do it. I mean, honestly, it is they didn't. They, they, didn't they didn't ask me for my opinion, though. So It is clearly the bigger game. I mean, when you have 50 million people watching, you know, Chiefs Bills, um, you sort of get the the draw of Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I like to think the Bills contributed a little bit there, but probably it's mostly Chiefs. Um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 the more interesting game. When you get to the that's two championship games, though, they're both pretty interesting. No, you think? I mean, like, yeah, you know, we're, yeah, no, they're no, both they're both very interesting. I just think that Lamar Jackson versus. Uh, Patrick Mo, and again, I, I I'm kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth because I hate quarterback versus quarterback discussion because right. I think it's lazy, but it does sell. Um, if you're trying to sell, I think Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes as opposed to Jared Goff versus Brock Purdy that sells substantially more. And yeah, you should put that in prime time window. Let's be honest; it's wherever Patrick Mahomes was. <laughs> it was. It was. I mean, Lamar Jackson gives it extra pop, just like Josh Allen gave it extra pop and whatever else. But if you had Mahomes against Purdy. But if you if if you or you had Mahomes against Goff, 
whatever game that the Chiefs were in would be the more interesting game. Now, would I be the, would more high profile game. I right? didn't want to bring this up today, but I saw it okay. and uh, I'm going to bring it up. Mina Kimes, who I think does a fantastic job on NFL Live, NFL uh-huh. analyst for ESPN. She did a podcast today and she was talking about Patrick Mahomes and she re- she really used the word underrated to describe Patrick Mahomes oh, and how yeah. we view him and 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 uh, she she went on to say like he's almost become a, a enemy, and I think mo- a lot of people in the NFL, uh, if you're just a casual NFL fan or if you're a fan of anybody but the Chiefs, um, a team that wins always becomes the enemy. So I don't know That's if that really that, holds. Those are different things. Like I, I don't. Tom Brady is not under under. Tom Brady was the enemy for a lot of people, right? Because you grew to hate the Patriots, right? And but that doesn't mean he was underrated. There's there is, no but that point being, there is literally is there any world where you could even make that case, like at all? Is there is there a world where you can I make that case? I thought you were kind of making. I thought the reason you brought I, it up I was just, you were kind of making it. You were kind of no, making it yesterday. I, the only you know, no no not not underrated. I do, and, and I guess you could read it however you want to read it. But I do think when people say um, he's not the most accomplished, I think that's because he's in year six. Like that, like that's what that's the yeah, case I, I was making yesterday. Everyone. Any, I don't know anyone in the world who doesn't think Patrick Mahomes is the most important, valuable, best football player who's playing. Like I don't. So how can that player be underrated? But literally, he's the best. You know, he's the best, and he is an all-time great. So I guess she might be saying the level of greatness isn't fully appreciated yet. But I, I think it's kind of appreciated. I think it's. I think, it's, I mean, I think all, like, but also let's be honest. I think there's been times in his career where it's been overappreciated. I really do. When he was throwing all those picks a couple of years ago, I still think it was overappreciated. People shooting in bail, and I've seen Josh right, Allen so, get so, shots so in bail really as well. He's not underrated. He yeah, not I, underrated. I, 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 think, I think that's sick. I think it's I think nasty to even assume a, that or say that. I think you, if, if, you were, if you were charged with making an argument uh, that a, one of the great quarterbacks is underrated, I think you would have more material, and I'm not here to do it now, <laughs> more material that Josh Allen is underrated because people actually do crap on Josh Allen for his turnovers, right? And I think that there's a greater argument that Josh Allen is underrated because people at least criticize him. No one criticizes Patrick Mahomes, nor should they for that matter. But you can't cl- claim that he is underrated. If you want to say that Brock Purdy's underrated, people crap on Brock right. Purdy. I don't think he's underrated, but you could say he's underrated. You could say Jared Goff is underrated. You could say Lamar is underrated. You cannot say Patrick Mahomes is underrated. That's just ridiculous. That, yep. that you know what that mon- that 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 perspective is overrated. <laughs> I think I think I I agree with you. I agree with you. Now uh, we talked about it around the uh, college football playoff in Michigan, getting all the way home, fifteen straight wins, winning the national championship, running inside zone and running the ball and playing good defense. I do want to point it out since we're going into a weekend. Mm. where three of the four teams sort of fit that bill. The Lions, the 49ers, and the Ravens. I think the Ravens and the 49ers are actually one and mm. two, respectively, in run play rate. It is it is kind of amazing, the transition this year, or at least the past two years that we've seen. I know the Chiefs won last year, but um, running the ball, running backs, O-linemen, they matter. They matter more than we thought they would a couple of years ago. It seems like you almost have a vested interest in making this. Oh, almost like I do, Jeff. Yeah, personal. Seems like it's personal to you. I like. Why would you say that? I don't know why you'd say that. I I like the fact that um, that um, you know, certainly in the NFC, you you can look at the running backs on those teams and and Jameer Gibbs, who people thought shouldn't be drafted in the first round because it's a waste. 
but but very clearly wasn't last weekend uh, when he was electric. And and McCaffrey is is you know one of the MVP finalists and appropriately so. So um, I like what it what this year has done to restore the reputation of running backs. I still don't think you're going to see him getting paid. I mean, that's how this year began. Remember, the year began with running backs aren't going to get paid. Why, why do running backs not get paid? I remember the running backs had their Zoom call <laughs> to discuss how yes. they could get better paid right. or whatever else. And here we are, um, the end of the season, and certainly in the NFC, certainly, um, you know, the, the, the most dynamic players are the running backs. Yeah. I, I listen. I have a vested interest in it. You you completely understand that. But I still think what Patrick Mahomes is proving is is very uh is very uh topical as well. If you do have that elite quarterback, you're still gonna be in the conversation. Right? Like I mean, as honest. much as I want as much as I want to believe yeah. that running the ball and playing defense is going to take over, I still know that elite quarterbacks are still going to pop up and still going to be in the conversation for the Super Bowl and the college football playoff. No, I think if you were to say what's the secret sauce to having a championship contender, it's to have the quarterback head coach combination, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's whether it was uh, Belichick and Brady, or whether it's Reed and Mahomes, or you know, I I think it, whether it's uh, you know Stafford and McVay, you know, to have the quarterback head coach combination is, I think, what gets you there more than anything else. And the truth of the matter is, even Michigan, you know, they, they ran the ball. Let's be honest. The, the key there was the offensive and defensive line, no question. Um, but Jim Harbaugh appreciated, you know, I think appreciated quarterbacks. He just had a different, you know, view of their role. He didn't want them to be the, the whole show. And it'll be interesting, I think, to see what he does, um, you know, with the Chargers. I think it'll be, right. I think it'll be a tremendous boon Um you know, to the quarterback play there in addition to everything else. Um, now, with Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes going up against each other, I do – let's say Lamar Jackson gets over top, gets to the Super Bowl, beats Patrick Mahomes in the AFC Championship. Do you think we'll have conversations about having the wrong quarterback conversation with Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and switch it to Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes? Do you think that will be no. – will flip on a dime, or do you what still about, think like, it'll be? You mean – no one will say no one will say Lamar's better than Mahomes. No, <laughs> they'll the, say they got him. They'll say Mahomes. Let's be honest. Lamar's already a Hall of Famer. He's already going to be a two-time MVP, and now he'll have a Super Bowl championship if he wins, and that will move him up the. You know that 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 will help build his legacy. Super Bowl championships matter, but will it mean that people are saying that he's better than Patrick Mahomes? No, it'll be Patrick Mahomes will be one. And and even then, like I think some people argue that Joe Burrow will be better I than still, Lamar. But I think? still find it strange, though, if Lamar Jackson does get through. It has a decent stat line because he really did in the divisional round. He is one of the one. He is one of the elite quarterbacks. Going to be a two-time MVP. That if he wins in games like this, they don't necessarily attribute it directly to him. They don't necessarily say give him the same level of credit that they give Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs when Lamar Jackson gets over top. And, yeah, you could say, okay, he's got a more full team, but I think defenses are very comparable this year. He's going to be MVP. He's going to be MVP. I understand. I understand. I'm just talking about the the, the public narrative, how people discuss these things. I think in terms of pure – and I think the reason for that is is that it is true. If the Ravens win the Super Bowl, people will say, Lamar's got a Super Bowl championship, another – all that – 
but they will also say Mike McDonald was a great defensive the coordinator. Was key, and by the <laughs> and, and some of that's because he is not counted on. I mean, you just you just mentioned run rate. Like he is not counted on <laughs> to do as much for well, his team well, as other quarterbacks. As if you look, there's at some the, nuance think, there, though. Yes, but you look at what he is counted on to do for his team versus what. Josh Allen or Pat is counted on to do it for his team. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I, <laughs> I, I would suspect who threw for more yards, who got more, who scored more touchdowns. Who like I think Josh Allen gets him in every category. Yeah, but Lamar Jackson. Well, I mean, but when it comes to Lamar, you talk about it being a run first offense. Yes, sure it is. Lamar Jackson leads them he in is rushing one of the yards. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah like, no, there's no question. So like, I, no I don't know if I buy that argument that Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes do more for their offense than Lamar Jackson does. I think That's it's. Fine. I think it. I think it's right there, I, I, relatively yeah. similar, if not more. It just looks different, and I think people have trouble with that. I, I guess people. People in the end. I think that's actually one of the things people ding Josh Allen for, is people tend to look at quarterbacks as what did they do throwing the ball. And it's why people say that, Josh, that, that Joe Burrow, I think a lot of people rank Joe Burrow as the second-best quarterback in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think he is necessarily the second-most effective quarterback in the league right now as compared to Lamar and Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Now talking with Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins. Now we had a uh, law broken yesterday. We have a uh, rookie wide receiver Kayshawn Booty. How much have you kept up with that story? Uh, he bet nearly. I read a, all. The, he, I read. He deposited the, the reports. Deposited about one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Obviously, post nil, he made a lot of money while he was at LSU. But he was twenty years old when he made these accounts. I do get a kick out of them saying he had an alias when his uh, usernames on on the Fanduel on Fanduel were Kayshawn Booty Seven and Kayshawn Booty One. But didn't he open it under his mother's account and I think then I, use as his username? I think that's what they're saying. Yeah, I know, was, I know. But I do. They're saying it's an alias. Not much of an alias when you use your full I name and then your number. At the fact that he was not very good at hiding his yes, he did not seem interested or particularly motivated to hide his identity. No. You know, I, I when I look at this story, um, I was going to ask you. I, I almost, uh-huh. and it's not that I don't. Like, I disagree with the decision Kayshawn Booty made. I don't think anyone would agree with the decision he made. But I almost find myself sitting back between this and the Iowa State and the Iowa thing. I almost feel bad because of the proliferation of sports gambling, how uh, readily available it is, all these things. Like, that bothers me more than anything else. And I see some people trying to blame, oh, well, he had a bunch of NIL money. What do you expect when you give kids money? I think that is completely ignoring what our sports gambling industry is and how unregulated it is and how much we do not push out safe gambling. And, and, and listen, I, I enjoy um, gambling. I, I like uh, the partnership that we have at 92.9 with Fandle. But at the same time, it's just too readily available and there's not enough, you know, there's not enough regulatory measures to keep people from getting addicted, which is inevitable. Well, um, I, like you, think it's sad um, and, 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 and here's the truth. When you open up gambling in the way it has been opened up, you understand that there will be, you know, people who it hurts, right? I mean, you can't, there will be that. That's, that's why some people didn't want it. It's honestly, though, not unlike when you let people have sell alcohol that people can drink, there will be people who will be, it's, it, we're a wash in alcohol. Our society is a wash in alcohol. All the ads everywhere you turn are about alcohol. And you know what? Then there are some people who struggle with alcohol. 
And that's the same thing. All those things that I just said, you could exactly say about gambling. We are awash in gambling ads. We are, and you know what? There's going to be certain people who struggle with gambling. And, and I think the only question is, once you decide to do it, you know there are going to be Keishan booties in the world. You just know it. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You also know that there are going to be people who aren't famous, who are, you know, whatever, just they're living their lives, who spend their mortgage money, on gambling. You know that. Like, there will be people who can't. I mean, heck, I do a spot for the gambling clinic, um, and they basically say that 5% of the people who gamble are going to struggle with it. And it's why they exist, and to help those people. They're not anti gambling, but they acknowledge that 5% of the people who are going to struggle with it. So as soon as we opened up gambling, this was going to happen. Now, to me, the only question is, is, is have, did LSU, did the Patriots, does college football writ large, does the NFL, do they do enough to educate and to let it be known this will, is what will happen? Um, even then, there will be people who, will, who won't listen, right? Maybe LSU did everything they could possibly do, and he just didn't listen. And so once you make the decision to have these gambling this widely available, there's going to be casualties. Right? Isn't that what's happened here? Yeah, I think so. But, like, I just sort of wonder going into the future because I don't think that we're going to have any, uh, like, we, we have opened up uh, Pandora's box with it. It's never, it's never going to close up. I don't think we're going to regulate it much more. Do you think we'll have, like, a step back for the NFL, for college football, and maybe, like, have a strike system or, or try to punish these guys at least a tad bit less? for it because of how available it is no they know not to do it i understand that but it's still just so damn readily available right uh so is alcohol (laughs) you know like i mean and 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 will there be a no the reason i don't think there'll be a step back system is here's the truth they i mean i have sympathy for him and all the the folks who the folks in iowa i do i agree with that but if you say listen the first time you do it you're just gonna get a slap on the wrist, you know. Then what everybody's going to do it. They're going to wait till they get to strike three before right, they start we'll caring. Strike three before they take it seriously. Here's what I think will happen: is that LSU now, when they do the, you know, when they do the, they bring in the new freshman or the new transfer. When, when they have the fall camp speaker. When they have the fall camp, and they're going to be going to put up a big slide of Keishawn Booty being, you know, being hauled off to jail, and. They're going to say, don't do it. Don't do it on someone else's name. Don't do it under, you know, there's an NHL player who was an Ottawa, one of the Ottawa Senators who was yep. recently suspended for the first half of the year because he was, I don't know what he did exactly. They've been very vague about what he did. 
but he's caught the attention of the other players. Like, holy crap, can't do this. And so, sadly, I think the fact of people like him getting caught and having to pay a price, you know, it's going to be the example that people use to hopefully maybe not as many people will pay the price. But if this is, this is why I think there were lots of people who thought that making gambling this available on a widespread fashion was a bad idea because you know there's, you know, it's all trade-offs. When you have automobiles, you know, there's going to be automobile accidents that can be bring or die. You say, well, it's worth it because we got to get from here to there, right? So, so we're going to have automobiles. When you have um, cigarettes or, or booze, we're like booze. Well, there's going to be drunk driving and there's going to be people who are alcoholics, but we like booze and we can't really ban it anyway. That's, you know, and so let, let, we're going to have booze. And it's the same thing with gambling. And Jeffrey makes the argument that it's actually better regulated now that it's not. Like, if you're gambling on FanDuel, you have to put the money in in advance. So you can't, like, be saying, hey, I'll pay it. You know, you can't. You have to actually have the money. It's not a bookie system is what you're getting at. Yeah, uh, yes. it's not like a bookie where they're going to come and break your leg because <laughs> you don't, don't have them. Like, FanDuel doesn't operate that way. You've got to put the money in, and that's the money you can bet. So he would make he, he's made the argument, and it's also more regulated. And you, they're going to catch people who are who are they, they increasingly do. So, um, but to me, it's just this is if you didn't think not you, but if one didn't think that this was going to happen when um, when they opened up gambling as widely as they did, then you were naive. Of course, this is what was going to happen, and it's going to keep happening, and there will always be someone and. Yeah, unsophisticated. I'm going to just go ahead and presume that you know he's a young guy. He's, you know, when when he's when his usernames are Keishon Booty one you know, or and, seven, and which was seven. his number at LSU. Yeah, it's as if he's signing his autograph. You know, like right. that. It's just, and people laugh about it, but my instinct was exactly yours that this is sad. Yeah. Now, last thing for you, we had the all-star teams, at least the starters, announced uh, Eastern and Western Conference. LeBron James breaks the record, 20 all-star appearances. He's been a 20-time starter. It's kind of unbelievable to think about that. But the leading vote-getter and the fan vote and the player vote, he was tied for the player vote with Jaron Jackson Jr., is Desmond Bain. Uh, obviously, this year's not going to be his year. But how many, how many all-star games do you think he'll get to by the end of this thing? If I set the bar at maybe, what, two and a half, two and a half over-under, like where do you think – do you think even in a Grizzlies uniform no, he'll make it? He'll make it through. I would set the bar at a half. At, no, I think the question is: Do you set the bar at one and a half, or do you set the like the over under at a half? Um, because it's just so incredibly tough in the Western Conference to to make it. It just is. I mean, it's 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 you know you can list. Um, Seven guards who, and here's the truth: like next year, at some point, Jaw's going to be back, and he's going to take up a. a, a let, let's say the Grizzlies are second in the West. Things go beautifully next year, and they're second in the West. Are they going to have two guards from Memphis? And is Jaw going to get? Is, or is and is Jaw going to be the guard? Um, so I think it's now there, there will be injuries, and so there may be some opportunities. I think he will someday make an All Star, an All Star team, but. Um, you know, this year, Shea, Luca, um, obviously are the starters, and then Devin, Bookie, Devin Booker and Steph, let's just say, right? Mm-hmm. Here, let, 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 yeah. If, if, um, so then that's leaving out DeAndre Fox, that's leaving out DeAndre Anthony Fox. Edwards, that's leaving out 
James Harden, that's leaving out Kawhi, that's you know, it, Paul it, George, and, and and then and and then and then you're to, and then you're down to Jaw in, in a future year. Um, it's just really hard. I think it's absurd, by the way, that a regular roster is 15 players, an active roster is 15 players. Why is the All Star team 12? It makes no sense. No sense. I think Desmond Bain will be. Hasn't that been a talking rate. point though? They're, they're, they they ought to expand it here before long. Yeah, and I'm not like it's not like great inflation. It's it's only to make the roster as big as an actual NBA roster. Right. I, I really, to me, it makes no sense whatsoever. Um, but you know, Mike Conley played at an All Star level for the Grizzlies for a long time, and you know, didn't make it, didn't make it, didn't make it, finally makes an all-star team. And I think I wouldn't be surprised if the same thing happens with Desmond Bain. Um, is he going to ever be, you know, one of the best four or five guards in the whole West? Like that's, you know, I, 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 I suspect he will. I suspect he'll make one, but I would set the over under at 1.5 and, and, uh, and I might take the under. So if I set it at a half, would you take the over? I think I said it half. I take the over. Okay. Yeah. I hear you. Well, Jeff, have a good weekend. I appreciate it. You too. Yes, sir. That's Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins on X. Daily Memphian columnist. Also, Jeff Calkins Show 9 to 11 right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Now, Oxbow, family-owned and operated retail store that sits conveniently at 964 June Road, off Poplar on June Road, behind the Amico Station. You need to get to Oxbow as soon as possible. Um, Two-story storefront. Go in, pet A-list celebrity Earl the dog. He will greet you when you walk in, but you also be greeted with a kind, courteous staff that will show you in the direction of whatever you need. And what can you get? What what may you need when you show up to Oxbow? You could get clothes. They have the best brands. Genteel, Free Fly, Fair Harbor, Duckhead, Mizzen, and Maine. For all you sports fans, they have Grizzlies. They have Tigers. They have Redbirds. They have Alabama, Arkansas. Um, you name it. They Tennessee, you name it. They have it. Um, they have sports memorabilia for you in there. Um, and it's really cool. They have uh, cards. They have uh, signed uh, uh, pictures of Grizzlies players, uh, signed cards of Grizzlies players. Make sure you check that out. They have the vinyl in there for you. And then, of course, they have the hunting and outdoor essentials as well. And if you're a, uh, a, a big tailgater during the football season or any season, make sure you get over there. They have cups, koozies, tumblers, coolers, whatever you need for tailgating, all conveniently placed, 964 June Road off Poplar on June Road behind the Amico Station. And you can go online as well and uh, go to shopoxbow.com. And when you go online, I can give back at least a little bit. I can get you a little bit of a discount. Um, when you go to shopoxbow.com and you go to check out, whatever you put in your shopping cart, it doesn't concern me. But when you do check out, there's a space that you can put in a promo code. And in that promo code space, put in The Gabe Show. All caps, no spaces, The Gabe Show. And you'll get 20% off your online order at shopoxbow.com. But whether you're going online or to 964 June Road, remember that you should always shop local, shop Oxbow. Now, I need to take a trip around the National Football League coming up next, and I'll also get to Championship Sunday in three words or less. Stick around. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Coon Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Back in on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. It's time to take a trip around the National Football League, brought to you by Longshot. The Cleveland Browns. Now, I looked at the Coach of the Year 
odds um, and, and what it should end up being by the time we get to uh, NFL honors. Kevin Stefanski is the leader right now in the clubhouse for, you know, getting the Browns to the uh, Super Bowl, having pl- or not to the Super Bowl, to the playoffs after having played five quarterbacks uh, in the in the season with Deshaun Watson went out early. Um, so I, I get it. I understand. But minus 950 is the number attached to his name right now at most books. I think that's insane in the grand scheme of things. Do I think he should win? Would that be my pick? Yes, it would be his second Coach of the Year award. But also, I think there's two names that you have to look at very closely as well. Dan Campbell should be one. And I know we don't go off playoff success, but I think that should be at least part of the conversation. Um, the fact that he brought a Lions team, a Detroit Lions team, to the NFC Championship game, that means something to me. And then also the Texans. They won a damn playoff game. D'Amico Ryans? You're telling me he has no chance to win over Kevin Stefanski, even though he hammered him 45-14 to 14 in Super Wild Card Weekend? I, I, I saw these odds today, and it just took me back. I, I was... I was kind of frustrated. Again, I think my pick would be Kevin Stefanski, but it should not be minus 950. It shouldn't be a runaway the way that it's uh, projected to be. The Buffalo Bills. Now, uh, this is another part. And Connor and I discussed this, and this at at risk of being disrespectful, maybe coming across as, um, you know, rude. I saw that DeMar Hamlin won the Pro Football Writers Association Comeback Player of the Year. And usually that translates to AP Comeback Player of the Year. So it's likely that he will win AP Comeback Player of the Year. It was written in before the year. But I do find it interesting, Connor. Um, I know what happened last year. I don't have to have people take me through that again. But I do think when we talk about guys that came out and actually played every single week and were active, um, I think Joe Flacco probably has a better case on the field. Baker Mayfield probably has the best case on the field. It's just, it's strange that this was written in before the year. I understand what happened last year. I'm not trying to come across as rude. But DeMar Hamlin wasn't active for a lot of the weeks this year. It's just, just weird. It's just weird. But I'm going to leave it there. I don't want to keep going. The Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the Chiefs have some injury designations, and they're kind of, uh, this should be relatively stressful. If you're talking about this AFC championship game, I don't think you need to overlook them. I remember when they played the Bucs in the Super Bowl, and everyone wanted to overlook that O-line play. Oh, Patrick Mahomes can make something happen no matter what. He couldn't. They got absolutely smacked around by the Bucs because they didn't have any O-linemen that were active, any starting O-linemen that were active. So here, here's what we're looking at. Joe Thune, their all-pro guard, is out. Nick Allegretti, who's solid and has started for the Chiefs before, is going to have to be in in his spot. But Joe Thune is out. And then Kadarius Toney, which some people, whatever. Isaiah Pacheco and Willie Gay, their starting linebacker, they're all questionable. Now, questionable at this time of year, when you're in the AFC Championship, usually means they're going to be active, they're going to be playing. But definitely watch those as they come. I did see a funny joke, though, made. They said, uh... uh one of the worst gut punches for the Chiefs is if Kadarius Tony is ultimately available. I don't know if that's the case. Maybe he can bounce back in the playoffs after being the leader in drops um, on that team and in the AFC and in the entire NFL. But we shall see. But this is this is tough entry designation. This is tough. The Baltimore Ravens. And for the Ravens, kind of good news. They got really good news today. Ravens have officially activated Mark Andrews after his ankle uh, issue and his ankle. Uh, you know, I think he had a fracture in it. 
um, earlier in the year. If Mark Andrews is able to play and you add that to the fold, a tight end with all the uh, wide receivers they have available, Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham Jr., Nelson Aguilar has actually been pretty solid for them. Mark Andrews is another guy, his top target, Lamar Jackson's top target. That could be that could be an issue, a big issue for the Chiefs. The San Francisco 49ers. Now, for the 49ers, we've been questioning Debo Samuel because he was out for most of the game. He got hurt really early in the uh, divisional round. And it was his shoulder. He had not practiced as of yesterday. But today, he was off the injury report completely, which I find a little bit strange. At least, like, have him listed and say he was a full participant anyway. But he... Was not on the injury report, and he is expected to play. That's huge for the 49ers heading into the NFC Championship against the Lions. Now, we need to get to, as we have done for every round of the playoffs thus far, we need to get to our Championship Sunday in three words or less. O'Connor, set the table for me. All right, first game up, Chiefs at Ravens, 3 p.m. Eastern time. CBS right now, Baltimore is a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Now, my three words or less. Lamar's star shines. I know people are going to look at me crazy. I really think that the Ravens will win this game. They're at home. They love playing in M&T. They, they, they play really well there. And during the season, they won six games against playoff opponents. And then they just hammered the Texans this time around 34-10 to 10 in the divisional round. They beat the Texans to start the year. They handled business against the Browns first time around 28-3. They beat the Lions 38-6. to 6. If you, if you didn't pay attention to that. They beat the Rams. Obviously, it was an OT game. It was close. They hammered the 49ers. They hammered the Dolphins. They have taken care of business this year. I, I'm tired of people discounting what they do week to week. They have been as consistent as any team in the NFL. They have been the most consistent team in the NFL. They had the most wins against playoff teams during the regular season. They looked unbelievable last week. Lamar Jackson was using his legs in a big way. And you look on the other side for the Chiefs, as good as that defense has been all year, they were second in total defense during the regular season. They slowed down down the stretch of the season. And I thought last week against the Buffalo Bills, who don't necessarily have this unbelievable rushing attack, it's been better with James Cook, but they gave up 182 yards rushing. You don't think the Ravens can take advantage of that? I'm sure that Steve Spagnuolo will draw some things up and make some things happen. But the Ravens have been one of the best running teams in the NFL. They'll be able to run the ball, and they can spread the ball around a little bit as well. And then also, you talk about Steve Spagnuolo as a defensive coordinator. What is he known for? He's known for lighting up opposing offenses, for bringing exotic blitzes and landing them. You know who the hardest quarterback is to go land a blitz on? Lamar Jackson. He can escape. He can make you uncomfortable. Steve Spagnuolo is going to have to rethink this game plan because I don't think people give enough, especially if Mark Andrews is involved in the game plan this week and can play a, a, a you know majority of the snaps. I don't think people give enough credit to Todd Monk and to Lamar Jackson in this Ravens offense for being one of the hardest offenses to defend in the NFL. You have the running threat from a running back. You have the running threat from a quarterback. You have a guy who can break the pocket and make things happen with his legs when when they're covered downfield. You have wide receivers who can get open, and they have different skill sets. Mark Andrews is a big-bodied guy. He can get jump balls. Odell Beckham Jr. can be a, a, a deep threat. Zay Flowers is fast and shifty in the slot and can make you miss. Nelson Aguilar somehow has been solid this year for them. I think that people have underrated the Ravens consistently this year. I'm not going to fall into that trap, even though Patrick Mahomes is on the other sideline. 
I like the Ravens. I think Lamar's star shines. Lions at 49ers, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time on Fox. Right now, San Francisco is a seven-point favorite. Now, I have gone into this NFC, you know, playoff conversation when it comes to the 49ers. I've said, isn't this the easiest road ever? You know, you had the the Bucks, the Lions, uh, and the Packers. So you had to get through uh, because the Eagles and the Cowboys bowed out in Super Wildcard Weekend. So I thought it was going to be a really easy road. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull out a page um, from College Game Day from Lee Corso, and I'm going to say not so fast. I think the Lions can really push the 49ers. I watched the 49ers last week give up 100 yards on the ground to Aaron Jones. And I see this Lions offensive line as a lot more physical. And they're not dealing with a bunch of injuries. Now, Frank Ragnow, he had the, the sprained ankle and the sprained knee. They're starting center, all-pro center, so it may be a little bit of a struggle for him. But when they get into those zone-blocking schemes, when they start running the ball at a high level, when they find a groove, it can be really tough to get them off the field. And Jared Goff does more than enough in delivering balls on time, on target. He can, he can push the ball downfield as well. I'm not calling for an outright upset for the Lions to go ahead and beat the 49ers, but I think this will be a very close game, and I'm counting on it being a very close game. And this would break up some some really insane history for the Lions. The Lions have 11 straight road playoff losses going into this matchup. That's the longest streak in NFL history. And the 49ers have not lost a home game to the Lions since 1975. 13 straight wins. I think it'll be close, though. I think it'll be close. And I would not be surprised if the Lions end up winning the NFC because the 49ers did not look that good against the Packers. We don't have to fool ourselves about that. Now, I know Debo Samuel is going to be involved in the game plan. He's off the injury report, so Brock Purdy will have all hands on deck for this thing. But the Lions are playing for something, and the Lions have some juice behind them. Don't count them out. Don't count them out. Now, if you've been watching the NFL playoffs from the sidelines, there's still time to get in in the game with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers bet this Sunday's conference championship games with FanDuel and you get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. FanDuel has so many ways for you to pick up a W. You can get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place that first $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash Gabe K. That is my promo code, G-A-B-E-K, to join today. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash G-A-B-E-K. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL and 92.9 ESPN. You must be 21+. plus. And President Tennessee, first online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. And if you have a gambling problem, call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. We have an AI conversation to have next. I'm talking artificial intelligence, not Allen Iverson. But we have an artificial intelligence conversation. That has to do with Taylor Swift coming up next. Here on 92.9, we talk ball every weekday from 4 till 7 p.m. Except right now, it's time for Big Man Small Talk on 92.9's Gabe Kuhn Show. And Small Talk is brought to you by Conway Services, reputable service available seven days a week. Now, yesterday on um, the app, affectionately known as X, formerly Twitter, there were some sexually explicit Taylor Swift photos that surfaced that were made using artificial intelligence. Now, we've seen things like this in the past, not uh, uh, not you know with Taylor Swift as the main subject, but they have found the person who is responsible. Um, his, his handle on X is ZV Bear, ZV Bear, B-E-A-R, 
and they do have his full name, Zubair Abdi. He's cooked. Let me say that right this second because Taylor Swift has seen them. She wants to uh, take legal action on it because she was disgusted by what she saw. And then also we had the White House stepping up. The White House press, press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, said we are alarmed by the circulation of false images. And she said they're alarming um, and that the Congress could take legislative action to address abusive images online. Now, I just want to ask this question. Why did it take only until Taylor Swift was the subject to actually make this type of statement if you're the White House? This has been going on for a while, and Elon Musk is as guilty as anybody for allowing these things to perpetrate this app consistently. It's just frustrating I just think it's kind of funny that it had to happen to Taylor Swift before the White House or people started speaking up on it. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's ridiculous how long it took. But at the same time, I'm glad that legislation hopefully is going to be made about this because AI, I don't think it's. But we have fake bad. songs, though, no, by, yeah, by artists. We have what I mean, though, we have is, scripts being right, written. Right. It is AI exploded and quickly surpassed any laws. It needs it needs to be put in a box a little bit. You know, it's getting yeah. a little bit too crazy. So, you know, thumbs up. I hope that they, there's legislation about this, and that guy deserves to be cooked. But what a had, moron! But it had to take until Taylor Swift. Sure, right? That's yeah. just that's bothersome to me. It is, but so. at the same time, I'm glad it's happening. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm glad that it. You know, I'm glad that it finally went down this road. Maybe Taylor Swift was the only person that would raise eyebrows like this, but it should have. Like we, we, I'm, I've been talking about this since I got this job since a year ago. When it started to bloom on X. So it's just frustrating. But we have about a half hour left in the show. We'll pass you off to Grizzlies vs. Magic in a little bit. But Jason Munns from the Commercial Appeal, he's next. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.